Retreat. We fight, we fight, we pray, that's right, we do what we 
<laughs> Yo, man. Uh, now we're we're excited having coffee, Ratfest Radio mugs. Yes. Go to the website, pick it up, Ratfest Radio mug. Nice and big. E don't get mad. She has a mug now. I know. So. <laughs> e always gets mad. Yo, they never let me have the mug. <laughs> Manny did it too. Every Yo, time he comes, <laughs> magically there's only one mug in Brett's <laughs> But every time there's a guest, a second mug always appears. They say he'll break it. You know he'll break it. Oh. You know E will break it. Yeah, we're excited, man. We 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 um we're here second week after Rap Fest. It's been a lot of stuff going on. We've had um a lot of positive feedback from the event. Mm-hmm. Everybody did a great job. We're excited. Actually, uh, we're going to be interviewing more artists from Rap Fest as well. But we're yeah. excited because we have the queen of freestyle gospel oh, hip hop. <laughs> he had to say freestyle. I, I shouted you out. My bad. I know it's alright. All right, she so don't freestyle. It's a but hidden talent. It's a hidden talent. <laughs> Very hidden. <laughs> she hasn't even found it yet. No, but we're, we're we're excited to have you here. So I, you know, I'll let you introduce yourself, and then we're going to get in and ask all those questions you never want to answer. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> uh, well, I'm He Sun Lee, as he said, coming out of Staten Island, New York, hip hop spoken word artist. I was born in Seoul, Korea, and I came here when I was four months, and I've been doing this uh, hip hop thing for about eight years now, and so it's been going really well. Wow, yeah. a female hip hop Christian artist from Seoul, Korea, that lives in Staten Island. Yeah, I know. Throwing down, that's a combination right there, spoken word and all. I mean. For me, it's always exciting to meet new artists mm-hmm. and then, you know, to meet talented artists as well, mm-hmm. because I'll, I'll be real, not every artist that you meet is extremely talented. You know, sad. It's true. just a sad fact. It's mm-hmm. just a sad mm-hmm. fact. We support them all. You know, we, we bring them all on the show. We don't shout out mm-hmm. who's best and who's worst, but we got to give props where props is due. And, mm-hmm. you know, you get props. You get props. Thank you. We should. We got to get one of those things. That Three stars. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Rap Fest Radio gets he suddenly three stars. <laughs> but um, Thank you. <laughs> no, seriously, we you you came up on a scene to me. I mean, you said you've been doing it for eight years. I don't know you for eight years, mm-hmm. and but when I first heard your flow and heard your rhymes and stuff, I was a little curious. I was like, who is this girl? You know, yeah, yeah. you have a real Bronx type accent and voice, and then I then I saw you once and. It was, Little little he Sunday in the corner, little all Asian shy, <laughs> all shy in the corner, right? How she do? Wait, right, what, before what? We, right before we went in the air, I was just talking about that. That oh yeah, when you see her, like even before we went in the air, she's like, you know, the TV's on. She's like, oh, at least he tried, you know. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. He had, yeah. had a baseball yeah. player trying to catch the ball, yeah. and then yeah, when she gets on stage, she's like, because Jesus Christ is gonna happen. <laughs> like, okay, where does you know, that it's, come it's from? It's just God, you know. He just so. comes out when I'm when I'm on stage. Oh, but that's good. I mean. It's it's kind of cool when you, it's cool both both ways when mm-hmm. you have an artist who's the same throughout, mm-hmm. like they always almost talk like they're rapping to you all yeah. the time, you know, like Scott Cross Cipher. Every time we talk to him, I, I, are you rhyming or what? <laughs> He's like, Yo, Bert, I'm gonna go to store. That's like, where's the beat? I don't hear the beat. You know, and then you have the, the other people that you can't wait for them to get on stage because mm-hmm. they almost like transform into yeah. this other person. And I like you know, like you said, it's it's the it's the power of God going, you know, moving through you, and yeah. and that's awesome. So, what's new with He Sun Lee? I know you had your album Redefine. Yes. It was um, it was out there with a lot of hits. Yeah. You know, hits according to us, but who are we? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We I always say, yo, that's a banger. Like to me anyway, you might hate it, but I love yeah. it. You know. Um, <laughs> Are you are you still touring and using using songs from that project? Yeah, I mean. 
I'm still using the the part of me going to the top. You know, all those hit singles obviously open your eyes. Um, we're definitely me and Ja Rock and uh, Rock Chris. Shout out to Rock. Shout out to Chris. Yeah. Not Chris Rock, but Rock yeah. and Ja Rock. And, yeah. yeah, it's so hard. Yeah, well, change your name. Uh, <laughs> we're actually working on the second album now, but you know, it's a we're doing it slow, making sure we do it right. You know, a lot of things that we're working on, so. I mean, I don't know when the next video is coming out. I guess after we do this, uh, the, the the album first. But yeah, doing a lot of shows. I went to uh, Memphis the other week. Going to Virginia this week. Coming up, doing a show with KJ Five Two. So that should be good. KJ Five Two, and are you going to be on stage together at any time? Do you know? Yeah, well, I, it, I'm going to do the. I'm going to go up first, and then he's going to come up right after me. So. Wow, KJ. I know. I've never prepare met yourself. Him. Prepare yeah. yourself. KJ is a trip. He's got to be one of the funniest guys. That I've, yeah, he's cool. You know. He's yeah. he's very professional in what he does, you know, much props to him because he's in a position now where he gets to minister at halftime with like dignitaries, ambassadors and politicians because they brought him into this whole uh, positive mm -hmm. environment type thing with the schools and against drugs and, and all wow. of that stuff. He ended up performing at one of those events, and they yeah. liked him so much they invite him every time. And it's never in the same city. It's like yeah. all over. The, he goes yeah. everywhere. You know, so here he is, like he says, this this typical gospel rapper just coming in halftime, being able to minister to people. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. No, go no, ahead. It's your show. I remember when I first started doing uh, gospel hip hop, he was one of the first uh, artists that I was listening to. I mean, wow. even even Rap Fest as well. You know, the whole Rap Fest thing. That uh -huh. was my, you know, I was really trying to get on on your show and stuff. <laughs> so then I was working. I was talking to Sade, and he was like, "Yeah, Bert hit me up. He said he heard about you. He wants to try and work with you." I was like, "Really? Like I thought it was such an honor that you even knew who I was." Oh, you know? and now she don't answer my call. <laughs> Go figure. This is the life of a gospel rapper, Richie. I'm taking your title. Life of a gospel rapper. This is how it goes. It's only They're like conquest till they get there. Then once yeah. they get there, it's like that's it. We're all right, I'm in already. I'm good. We're already getting calls, but I can't answer it right now. Text me. If you're calling me, text me instead. That'd be better. Um, I know it says call on the screen, but I'm not going to answer it. <laughs> oh, you you, you want to answer calls? Here. It's, it's going to ring, and you just answer and see. It might be text, too. I don't know. Someone's in the chat room. They actually said speak up a little bit when you talk. Oh, so. talk a little loud. Was that wrong? Well, she's not rapping. That's why. You got to put a beat so she can rap. That's when she go, whoa. You be like, okay, calm down. I see. That's, that's what I'm talking yeah, about. But... True. You know, um, you, you've been doing this for eight years. What has been your most challenging experience so far? Um, I think it was the whole transition. I was working with another ministry, and that ended around uh, 2005, 2006. And I was really trying to, you know, when something ends and you're not really sure where you're going next and you're really trying to you know talk to god and see what what's in store and i was doubting myself i felt like this is what this isn't what god called me to be so i kept praying about it and you know luckily you know just doors kept opening for me but at, it was at that time where i really didn't know what i was supposed to do in my life hmm. and that's you know that that's interesting because a lot of times people you know in gospel hip-hop i can say this confidently because i speak mm -hmm. to enough artists but it seems like a gospel hip-hop artist, once they've defined their audience, they're down with their crew, their record is out, yeah. they're signed to their label, they almost feel like, this is it. I got it made. And as soon as one of those things collapse, I hate to say this, but at times, they almost come back lashing at everybody, mm -mm. you know, almost saying, like, you guys are whack, y'all are haters, I don't want to get involved with gospel hip-hop and all of this, yeah. because their plans didn't pan out. But yeah. it's what God has for us that makes a difference, yeah. you know. But yeah. 
What would you do if there was no gospel? If you weren't doing this gospel hip hop, if there were no more shows being booked, nobody's calling, you know, to book you. uh, What would you do ministry wise? Well, I'm really into writing. So even before I was doing uh, hip hop and everything, I was always into poetry. And before poetry, I used to write a lot of stories. So I actually wanted to be like an author and write Hmm. a lot of books and stuff. And I still kind of want to do that. Like if I wrote a book, would you guys read it? And you know. It depends. You gonna write about us? <laughs> I don't know if I want to read what you write. <laughs> Yo, this is dude Bert. You know, he say he want to work with me, but now you know, he just he just had the little show. I know. You know? <laughs> I, y'all don't really need to know him. It's whatever. You know, he appears once a year. Does an event called Rap Fest. It's whatever. No, but yeah, we. I love to hear from urban artists. Yeah. We have um, Booker just, T. Just listening to like some of the songs, like her spoken word stuff that's on there. If what you write is anything like that, then it's definitely gonna be something yeah, that's interesting. Be I like work. to do storytelling, right? Like makeup stuff, and you know. You're a liar. Yeah. <laughs> <Maybe. laughs> it's my, my imagination, you know. <laughs> no, but that's good. I mean, the the art of storytelling. You know, yeah. the greatest rapper, exactly. well, supposedly Slick Rick or whatever. The art of storytelling, right. and it was all about the presentation. Even though we know what he's bidding is not something you would bring to a church, but yeah. he always had a way of defining things in a certain way that'll make you feel like you're a part of this story. Yeah. You know, and I would, I would. I hate reading. I'll be honest. I read scripture for church yeah. and stuff, but I'm not. I'm not the kind of goes buying books. Yeah. We'll get the audio book. We'll get you the audio book. Okay, yeah, yeah. I can yeah. I'll wait for the movie to come out. <laughs> I wait for the movie to come out. I go to the movie. I'll buy a bootleg <laughs> at the barber shop for five bucks. Yo, you got the Hee Lee movie? Yo, hook it up. <laughs> I bring it back if it's scratch. We'll blow the bottom. Rub it on the shirt. Wait, I got it down packed. We do that. Oh, we Christians, we roll like that. Um, but it, it's interesting because a lot. Mm-hmm. I think uh, there are a lot of artists that if they didn't have the microphone in their hand, if they didn't have a rap yeah. fest or a flavor fest or a Holy Hip Hop Awards or the South.com, they wouldn't know what to do. And I'm om- I almost dare say that they wouldn't do anything. Yeah. Well, you know what? I work at a nine to five right now, and there's a lot of days where I just I don't want to work there anymore. And I, I always tell my husband Tim that if I didn't have music. I don't know what I would do aside from, you know, writing a book or whatever, but it's just when I'm sitting in a cubicle for eight hours, I'm just like, how do I do this for the rest of my life? I, I can't imagine it. So I'm, I'm yeah. just so grateful that I do have music to fall back on, you know? Yeah, it, it's, it's tough. It's tough, you know, and, it, and then there's some artists out there you wish they had a nine to nine, you know, to stay, <laughs> stay, stay off the mic, please. No, I'm sorry, yo. I just try to be real. I just try to be real. Well, stop, stop charging $900 million. Yeah, stop. You know, you know why you have a nine to five? Because nobody's going to pay you $5,000 to rap 25 <laughs> minutes at the rap fest. It don't work that way. No, but, you know, it, it's true. Sometimes I sit, well, when I sit at work, I get to do a lot of stuff. They're cool with me. Um, I like that. I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, I hope no but there's there are some people that We're are all frust- not that fortunate. There are, but there are a lot of people that are frustrated with their jobs now. And I'm I'm glad you said that. Not necessarily something I had in mind to talk about, but many times people take their earthly frustration, whether it be the job situation oh. or the the family environment, whatever, and use that to say just because of that. I'm going to do this kind of ministry. Mm-hmm. And it's not really so much that they're doing a ministry because God called them to it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like an escape yeah. from stuff. Now, you, your upbringing was not necessarily the most... Uh, you're not going to write a fairy tale book. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? So why don't you tell us a little bit about you know how you grew up and, and maybe even explain if you did write a book, would that you know would that be part of what you would write about? Yeah, well, I wanted to do like an autobiography, but um, that's growing what it's up, called. Yeah, Eighteen words, one word. She says it. Autobiography. She's a writer. <laughs> I'm not a writer. I, I, magazines. That's it. <laughs> no, but um, obviously, growing up in Staten Island, New York, um, 
I grew up in a, a very, you know, suburban area. It was very nice. I had great parents. Um, I was not surrounded by hip-hop at all. I mean, you know, you have the certain kids here and there that are blasted in their car, but right. it wasn't something that was in my face constantly. It was just from writing poetry that I started getting into the music. And through that, you know, even talking with my husband, Tim, just my friends, they were saying, you know, you should just try and write something. And, I'm, and the first thing that just came out of me was stuff that I was going through. At that time, I was dealing with a lot of um, uh, adoption issues, like my identity and everything. So that just kept coming out. And I just started writing poetry, and I just started writing rap songs. I had no beats. I would go on, like, uh, what's the mp3.com, the, 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 whatever, the free instrumental. So I would just write to that. And then I luckily, I got in contact with the ministry I used to work with, and through that, it started developing. Yeah, that, but, I mean, that. I think all of us have stories to tell, you know, yeah. and I learned that really good through storytellers. We talk about storytelling, mm -hmm. you know, and every everybody's testimony is so, it's special to me. Like, I may not have one of those, I got shot eight times or, you know, yeah. type of testimony, but my testimony is special to me. Yeah. And, and Manny's testimony is special to him and, and yours is special to you. And in turn, we can bless people because we never know who's out there. Who could we relate to? That's why we, at Rap Fest, that's why we have so many artists. Yeah. You may not like Heeson Lee, but you might, you know, you might be digging Seda's music. You may yeah. not like Seda, but you'll be digging Richie yeah. or, you, or the next one or the next one. You know, you can't please everybody. Although I've, I've had other, so many conversations after Rap Fest. It's, it's great. I'm going to start recording all my conversations like oh, they no. do. This telephone call may be recorded for <laughs> quality purposes and play them on the air. Blast you out. No, it's. I, I I'm just I'm just in my mind I'm trying to figure out where would all these rappers be like who are you surrounding yourself with now in ministry and as far as music ministry is concerned um, well, and and why and why them I'm gonna make it even tougher why them but then like I'm I don't care my, oh. no you don't have to no. just def, you know like your album says redefine define why you're why you're with the people you're with now. Well, I mean, obviously, being with Ja Rock, and you know, I work a lot with uh, with Rock Seda. I'm good. I'm I'm pretty much good friends with all the New York artists. You know, Gage and Richie. I mean, everyone. I I feel like I'm calling artists out. It's just all the New York artists. I'm real cool with every time we go to shows. Uh, Jay Skywalker, Jay Cabasa. I actually just did a show with all of them. Lazarus. Like we're all cool. You know. Um, trying to obviously get in contact with more people that are outside of New York. I'm, I'm good friends with D-Mob, so, you know. Nice. You know who Atia Evans is from Ohio? She's yes. a female artist. Yeah, yes. so I'm cool with her. We went to Ohio back in March, so I hooked up with them. So, I mean, it, it, it's good. Every time you keep traveling to different states, you get to know more people, so trying to get out that's of good. That That's good. I mean, that's, it's, it's good to be able to reach out to different people and, you know, even the names you mentioned there, this diversity. I mean, Richie, D Mop, you know, all right. every single one of those is a character on Jay their Kibasa own. Jay Cabasa is R and B. You know, uh, it's Seda is like seven people in one. Cause you never know what you're gonna get with Seda. He's such a clown, you know. But we we have to find people to surround ourselves with that will that will help us in our ministry. Yeah. That will help build us. Not just to tell you, yo, that sounds hot, that sounds hot, because there are a lot of crews out there right now. Yeah. And a lot of the crews are like, yo, our crew's hot, you know, our crew's, yeah. we don't need that. You know, we need people that'll be, that'll be real. Hold that us will, accountable. Yeah, that'll hold you accountable. And at the same time, you know, yes, help you with your craft. Yeah. You know, help you with your craft. So, um, well, I always like the fact that I could meet more female artists. You know, even when I went to your, your dinner and I was just hooking up with a... Mahogany. It was just oh, right. great to just talk with her because I never got to sit down and actually talk. But I always looked up to her as well. Even light, like the flow, like the flow. It's crazy just to know that we could share a lot of similarities, and you would never know that, you know, unless you sit down and you actually get to talk. And right, and they're, and they're pretty much 
there are a lot of female artists out there. There are. There, there are a lot. It's, now, are they easily accessible? Do we find them? No. I was surprised this year when we had on the we list. We actually had the most. We had the most. Year. We had a lot. And we one of the them most. canceled, but it still seemed like we had a lot of female MCs. I like Chi Chi. Chi Chi the superstar. Too. Yeah, Chi Chi. Chi off the hook. Chi yeah. Chi's off the hook. Um, I like her her character. And, yes. And she's not only doing rap. She does a lot of other stuff as well. We got to get her on the air. Yeah, she's involved. Yeah, she's she's involved with a lot of ministry work behind the scenes. I saw this big street block party thing she was doing with some kids the other day. Oh, I saw the pictures, yeah. you know. And she has her like a whole camp, camp. Uh, one I can't remember what the name of it's camp something. I mean, we got to get her on the air. Let her answer the questions. That'll be easier. <laughs> um, but check it out. What I what I want to do is we have a video of yours called "Open Your Eyes." Great video, and we definitely want to you know play that and let the people see it and enjoy mm -hmm. it but why don't you tell us a little bit about this song yes open your eyes was inspired because a lot of the stuff you're seeing out there in the media about women is all negative you know they're half naked in videos promoting sex you know just stupid stupid stuff so i just felt it in my heart as a female artist that you know you should be ministering to, to females and let them know that there's more to that that you can have positive messages for females in hip-hop and that's what sparked me to want to do this song. And Chanel, yeah. Chanel Gabrielle, the uh, the the singer, she's also spoken word. I mean, we hooked up together. She's she's close with Chris from Ja Rock, and so we just nice. we did this song together. Cool. So we check out this video. Open your eyes right here, Rapfest Radio, RapfestRadio.com, and we'll be back with more. Check it out. Every time he smiled at her, he cheated with her passion. He played his girl with fashion. She didn't say a word. Was scared of his reaction. Instead, she took some action. Found another man having sex on the side. She had the same game plan. She played a part, working hard to deceive him. But things were getting worse. She knew she had to leave him. Could never please him. She had to look inside. Heard a voice talking to her. Open up your eyes. She coming from, but now we settle for the cheating and the sex. We fail every test, but we're cheaping God's best. All my ladies who can testify, you're stressing this. Felt your heart breaking half from your past relationships. Felt your hope burn down to the core of your soul. There's no man that's living now that can make yourself whole. Find yourself worth and serve it in your mind. We deserve it. A purpose to be proud of who we are, cause we earned it. A working job, taking care of families, and we plan to be a new generation that succeeds. We're free from the judging, any woman can succeed. Don't let a man hold you down, look inside Every stage is a building block, building up your pride Listen to your heart, open up your eyes
your dreams to the sky Never let a man tell you how to feel inside Show the worth of your soul so they'll see you through your eyes oh. Only God understands, he's working through your heart Every scar is a lesson learned to have a fresh start Love is worth waiting for, you'll find the greatest prize See the beauty of your soul if you open up your eyes smiled at her he cheated with her passion he played his girl with fashion she didn't say a word was scared of his reaction and said she took some action found another man having sex on the side she had the same game plan she played a part working hard to deceive him but things were getting worse she knew she had to leave him could never please him she had to look inside heard a voice talking to her open up your eyes From. But now we settle for the cheating and the sex We fail every test, but we're cheap in God's best All my ladies who can testify Your stress in this felt your heart breaking half From your past relationships felt your hope burn down To the core of your soul There's no man that's living now that can make yourself whole Find yourself worth and serve it in your mind We deserve it A purpose to be proud of who we are Cause we earned it A working job, taking care of families And we plan to be a new generation that succeeds We're free from the judging Any woman can succeed don't let a man hold you down, look inside Every stage is a building block, building up your pride Listen to your heart, open up your eyes Hold your 
your dreams to the sky Never let a man tell you how to feel inside Show the worth of your soul so they'll see you through your eyes oh. Only God understands, he's working through your heart Every scar is a lesson learned to have a fresh start Love is worth waiting for, you'll find the greatest prize See the beauty of your soul if you open up your eyes Yo, we are back here, <laughs> Rapfest Radio, rapfestradio.com. We just finished seeing Open Your Eyes. You finished experiencing the professionalism mm -hmm. of our wonderful production that we do here because, you know, we work in this big network studio <laughs> and we have people Don't that do it. everything. Don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. You know what? Somebody asked me the other day, why don't you take your, your show to a network like a Bronx net or something and have them produce it? I said, no, nah, they're going to mess it up. That's right. They're gonna if it's too polished, I don't like it. Oh. You know, because then, then we're not. It has to you look know. like the equivalent of an old school park jam. But yeah, a video yeah. Show yeah format, a video show you know? format. You know, Yo, chill. Plug Actually, it back into the light pole. We got to do that. We got to get to the crates and give me another car battery. Another car battery. The laptop's dying. Yeah, and all you hear in the background is the battery. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, nah, but uh, open your eyes. Great video. Thank the CD you. redefined. Uh, I believe we have the. The image on the screen right now so people will be able to see what it looks like redefined is still available people could get it on itunes they could yes. get it on where else uh cd baby i forgot the other place i mean amazon i mean just google me it'll okay. pop up <laughs> okay yeah that's 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 cool man because people don't have access to music like they used to yeah, no. you know before there was so many different websites you can go to or yeah. you could just walk into a store and oh, ask sorry he, he's suddenly.com Heesunlee.com. Okay. That's good. Or myspace.com slash Heesunlee oh, yeah, as well. Yeah. That's true. You know, people can yeah. check that out. Yeah, we got myspace.com slash Heesunlee or or just call me. I'll bootleg you a copy. Yeah, you could we'll, do that. Yeah. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll talk. We'll talk later. <laughs> I'll hook you up. I'll hook you up. Okay. Uh, also, a couple of other things I want to announce. Mm -hmm. Rap Fest Presence Volume 3. Yeah. Every two years, we put together this compilation. I don't even want to call it a compilation. at the end of the year right before christmas this year will be december 21st so you have a few days to download it burn it make copies put it in stockings whatever you got to do Aww. and it, we're going to offer about how many was what we had like 32 tracks was the most we've had wow. 32 tracks it's all free these are artists brand new songs Plus there was some dj like dj remix, interludes remixes and uh, right stuff on there, so. and some promo stuff that promo we did stuff, yeah. but it's going to be unlimited well i say unlimited it's going to be at least 25 tracks of gospel hip hop. It's not a Christmas CD with, you know, Bethlehem songs and stuff like that, but it's going to be offered for free during Christmas time. It's our way of giving back during Christmas. Uh, we have a lot of people on board. His son's on board. She didn't even know it, but she's on board. Seda's on board. Gage is on. Uh, Yoshi. Uh, here we go. Here we go. Call from unknown. Rapfest Radio. <laughs> Hello, Rapfest Radio. Yo, don't they know we're on the Hello? air? I know. How you Hello, gonna you call when Radio? guys on the air? If you're seeing, if you're seeing us live right yeah, now, who's this? We can't answer Maybe. the phone. 
text us and he'll read it on the side, all right? Maybe it's a person. Delta. Delta's oh. calling in to give a shout out to he's somebody. They know they're All right, cool. Well, we're live on the Sorry, air right now, so if you're watching, we're waving at you, okay? Hi, Delta. All right, she say hi. All right. Delta and Aisha, and they're screaming uh, in the background. Yeah, I, I can hear the screaming. She, she heard the scream, so yeah. she's good. All right, cool. Thanks for calling. All right. God bless. Bye-bye. She's so funny. Hey, check it out. Since there are people are actually calling in, what I want to do right now is I have some tickets for RevGen. RevGen 2010 starts this Saturday in Revelation Farm, whatever it's called, somewhere out in Jersey. Frenchtown, New Jersey. Thank I you. See, that's why I brought you here today. <laughs> okay, great. Perfect. Uh, in Frenchtown, New Jersey, it's going to be crazy. The urban stage is going to have Trip Lee, Lecrae, Show Baraka, uh, Grits, Runaway, Canton Jones. We're giving away. A pair of tickets right now to the first person that'll text me the following information don't text me anything else just what I asked for your name as it would appear in a valid ID <laughs> your email address your telephone number your home address all right text that information to 805 rap fest that's 805 727 3378 805 727 3378 or email it to me. Let me tell you. If you not you, man, you can't do it, bro. <laughs> yeah, right. Come on, man. If you text it to me, it okay. gets to me faster. So hey, it's my wife is so text right now. 805 727-3378 to get two tickets to RevGen. Uh, at the end of the show, we'll give away two more. But the first person to text me their information gets the tickets. If you don't do it, then I just take my family and we're good to go. Uh, any other announcements that we had? RevFest Radio Mugs. Man, RapFest t-shirts, don't forget, pick them up. They're available on rapfestinc.com or just go to gratefulapparel.com. Much shout-outs to Grateful Apparel oh, that's hot. for the serious... Wow. Uh, that's hot. Don't tell anybody about falling shades inside the house, all right? <laughs> I hate doing that. Oh, that's, mm, yeah, that's, okay. That's, that's crazy. But the shades you are here. Them, righty? They say, thank you, Lord, on the inside. They have the Grateful logo on the outside. Oh. Uh, I'll be rocking these Saturday over at RevGen with some other Grateful oh. Apparel stuff. They're hooking us up. Grateful Apparel's off the hook. Brother E is going to be... Oh, check it out. I'm going to be hosting Rep Gen, the Urban Stage, on on Saturday. And Brother E is going to be hosting it on Sunday. So, so, so basically, it it's a Rap Fest radio. Rap Fest invades Rep Gen? Yeah. No, Rep Gen is trying to come into our territory. But it's cool. We like them. We like them. <laughs> we like them. Uh, they do a really great job. They do a, they do a really great job, a really great show. Um, a lot of people always show up there. They have thousands of people. I think like 20,000, 25,000 people yeah, show up. Crazy. There's stages everywhere. The Philadelphia stage, New Jersey stage, uh, New York stage. Urban stage, New York stage. Uh, Heeson Lee was there last year. Yeah, it was a that great was, experience. Yeah, it was a great experience. So we're going to be back again. Again, don't forget, if you don't text, you don't get. Text me, 805 Rapfest, 805-727-3378. Somebody's already texted me. I'll check it later. I'm not going to check it now. I have a timestamp on there, and we'll get back to you if your information is correct. And we have nothing else? Oh, her album, Redefined. Oh yeah, we want to talk about your album. <laughs> Sorry, we got we have a producer here, and I don't know. I've never had that before. We, I mean, well, Justin does a good job, but like, I gave birth. To, you know, we gave birth to him, so he knows what we're thinking. Mm. You know, so now we have a little communication thing going on here. This intern but, uh, is really good, man. He's good. He's scaring me actually, though. He, he might be a little too good. We have some questions coming in. Notes and everything. Yeah. Here you go. Nice handwriting. Talking about uh, <laughs> nice handwriting. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, is this bold? See what print? I mean about Hisa? <laughs> She's so sweet. Oh, nice handwriting. Nice, nice handwriting. handwriting. If you were on stage, <laughs> how would you say that? I, I would say it the same way. Oh, nah. yeah. 
you'll be like, this is nice <laughs> hand writing. <laughs> no, we're going to have you get uh, leave us a spoken word at the end before we leave. So you can start thinking uh, about that. Okay. No, it doesn't have to be a, a freestyle. But, okay, yeah. You know, something for us. Okay, regarding your album, Redefine. Mm -hmm. Have you ever had someone come to you and talk to you about how one of your songs affected their life? Yes, the pray for them. What's that? What's that uh, pray for them? That, that was song? Uh, about the the foster children. They felt like um, it was the most real, the most genuine. I don't know if they themselves were adopted or whatever, but they told me that it really ministered to them because they they felt like that was where my heart and that obviously was. That's one of my favorite. If that sounds weird, but that's one of my favorite tracks off of my album. Oh, that's yeah. good. That's good. I mean, when when people can relate to a song, you got to say your storytelling part came yeah. through. You know, yeah. it, it it delivered because sometimes you hear some songs and halfway through the theme changes, and so you know, people never really yeah. get to connect. So that's good. Um, so pray for them, and that's on the Redefined album, and it's about foster children. Yeah, it's just shouting them out. I, I you know, obviously you're not going to hear a lot of songs about that, so. I just felt like it was important to address the issue. Just, you know, what adoptees go through, what foster kids go through, that there's so many kids out there who need families. And, you know, it, it's very important that people are aware of it, that they're praying for them, you know, that they will get good, you know, families and that they're not going to have to stay in foster care for the rest of their life. Have you ever thought of, or maybe done already, been able to uh, reach out to kids in foster care? Yes. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I actually, well, my old ministry, I... Uh, we went to these different foster homes and stuff, and I used to do oh, a lot of things. Nice. Yeah, and um, I met these two girls. I forgot where they were from. They were still in foster care and stuff like that. They actually traveled like two hours to see me perform somewhere. Oh, wow. They were like really into hip-hop. They wrote their own stuff. They wanted to do their own things, but they, were just, they just didn't know where to start. And I tried to keep in contact with them, but I unfortunately lost contact. But, you know, it just really touched my heart to know that they went out of their way you know to show right. that they were affected by my music so well that's good i mean nice. even even for yourself to know that you you've attempted to reach yeah. out to people like that just like when we do the prison ministries or go to mm -hmm. woodfield to the mm -hmm. the guys in the detention homes and stuff that's crazy. and you you know i tell people all the time i can't do that stuff yeah. because i go there i want to open the gates and tell everybody just go and start over yeah. you know like reboot your life and, yeah. and give it a second chance and behave you know it's hard yeah. it's hard we you know, I had one experience where we were ready to minister at one of the prisons and they had just brought in this one little kid. He didn't even have the right scrubs on yet. He was just like in jeans and a t-shirt. Yeah. He looked like he was 13 years old. You know, I'm thinking of my kids. I'm like, this is horrible. And the kid was, you could tell the fear and the all, you could almost, I don't know what he did. He might've done something real, real bad, but you could almost tell in his face that he was sorry for even yeah. being there, you know. I wanted to just bum rush the security guards and get this guy out of here. Come I on, know. I'll take you home. Let's I let's know. re you know, redo this. But that's cool. Yeah. I mean, it's good when when your own songs affect you. Yeah. It's awesome. But when they start to affect others and they tell you about it, that's even because better. Because you know how a lot of people always say that your songs minister to them, but by them just coming up to you and telling you how they feel about mm -hmm, your mm -hmm. song, it's ministering to you. Like they're actually helping me. You know, right. that's what this is all about. Is you know, it's a give and take. Like you hear my music and. They're helping me just with what they're going through and how they're, you know, they're trying to better their lives. It makes me feel better as a person as well. And it kind of confirms, like, even your, you know, God putting that desire yeah. in you to, okay, do this song, do this song about this. And you kind of yeah. might second yeah. guess yourself, like, ah, should I really put I that on know. there? And so when you get that, it's yeah, kind of exactly. like confirmation, like, wow, okay, I'm glad I was, I'm glad I was obedient yeah. and, and followed through on that. Yeah, yeah that, that's good. So what, what has been your most beautiful ministry moment? 
Look at that one. Um, recently, That's cheating. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no recently, um, Delta's aware of this as well. The higher calling just happened about a month okay, ago. Yep. And um, we were doing the altar call. Shout out to Minister Marcus. Yes. Yes. And uh, we were doing an altar call and this, this girl came up and she's just been going through so much. She was about to commit suicide and everything. And um, I was talking to her and I kept in touch with her and she's doing a lot better now. But I think, you know, just as I was, you know, touching on what I was saying before that this is what it's all about. And a lot of times we're so caught up in the music, we're so caught up in, okay, let's make a hit song, let, you know, how much money we're making out of this, and we forget that this is a ministry and we're trying to reach people, trying right, to save right. people. Mm. And you get you, you know, you get reminded by that, and it humbles you because it lets you yes. know that beyond the music, beyond how much money you're making, if you're not saving people, if you're not reaching out to people and people aren't, you know, getting affected by what you're saying, then you're doing something wrong, you know? Mm, and, and, and it's good to know that people out there really do care about what you're saying and they're listening and stuff so that's so true that's so true and now that you say that has there ever been a point in your ministry like you let's say you're going to chicago or you're going to another place yeah. that you almost separate the ministry from what you're doing like you know many times people say i'm not gonna say that it gets to your head but you get so wrapped up in what you're doing it's so successful you see the people the hype about yeah. your music they're buying your cds that they have you ever felt that you you know for a moment or maybe a day, maybe a week, who knows? Yeah. You know, you just put everything aside and focus like, y'all got this. Yeah. Does that happen? Yeah. I actually, I don't know if this is even what you're, but I was gonna, I didn't want to say this, but I wanted to put this on my next album, a song like, if you woke up one day and God just took away your gift to rap, would you be the same Christian? Like, if you couldn't do what you do, like, say you couldn't freestyle anymore, you couldn't just do rap fest, so he took it away, and he said, I want you to do something else. Or I woke up, and I can't rap anymore, like, I lost my voice. Like, will we really be mm -hmm, the same mm -hmm. Christians? Are we Christians? Are we as big as we are as Christians because we have this gift? Oh, well, we are, you right. know, like, what, what if doing? I didn't have it? It's well, so easy to, to rock a crowd and see people going crazy and say, yeah, I love Jesus, and then... Actually, it's not that easy, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, it's not. <laughs> Come to think of it, it's not, actually not that easy. No, but that, that kind of uh, goes back to what we were saying yeah. earlier if anybody was tuned in at the beginning where I was saying if you didn't have a stage a song or a mic yeah. what would you do right you know and, right. and a lot of people don't know what they would do you know I I thank God that I guess it's just the Bronx in me you know when you're raised in a home there's this my mom was sick when I was young she died when I was young I was living with my aunt my dad yeah. was working you know I had to do dishes, laundry. Like, we want to do everything. Yeah. So that's my same attitude in church. I'm here to serve. I'll do whatever. If I got to play the drums, play the piano, mm -hmm. or play the bass, or, you know, do yeah. sound, or clean the bathroom, or hang butterflies for VBS, like I was doing yesterday up on the ladder, almost fell. <laughs> uh, you know, whatever it is. But we have to do that. Although, yeah. I've met some artists that won't do that. It's not, I just rap, and that's it. Wow. You know, I just I just rap. That, you know, mm. And you ask them, how's Sunday school? You, you know, do you study scripture? Well, you know, I haven't been to church lately because I've been so busy, you know. So what church do you go to? Wow, I look like no, she but has I just, something to say. No, go ahead, let that out. No, but are they saying that God has just called them to just rap? Like they're well, not that's, supposed to... Well, they don't say that. They don't say, way. but it's what they insinuate because mm. if you don't have time to check in on a Sunday mm. or midweek for a Bible study, then like... Mm. So when do you get fed to be able to go out and minister? Is the question that I ask. Yeah, that's I, that's, I don't like because, you like you say, if it's all about you know, even somebody who's doing a full time ministry that doesn't have a nine to five, yeah. they got to check in sometime. That's they can't be awesome. rapping, singing, or doing ministry yeah. twenty four seven because when do you get fed? Yeah. So if that's not important, yeah, you have to be fed. You have to be fed. I mean, and I and I'm also a big believer that. If you don't really put in 
the leg work, it kind of like you almost don't appreciate it later yeah, on. You're right. You know, if I you get saved that. and yeah. you don't start DJing or rapping or mm-hmm. teaching Sunday school, whatever, the first day. Yeah. And if you do, then like, so how? what happens if all of a sudden, like you said, if you yeah. can't do that, like. We've did seen did that you happen. set up chairs before? Did you ever clean the church? Did you ever drive the church van? Did you ever fill in for somebody do like Yeah. There's I, a yeah, million just, things. Yeah, I'm not gonna I just Did you like ever hand out tracks in the street when people didn't know that? Yeah. Did you did, did you, you <laughs> tell her he's not late? Did you did you? I'm, I tried. <laughs> we want the truth, the whole truth is <laughs> You can't handle the truth. So yeah, we're feeling what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, I know. Basically. It's, yeah. it's true. I mean a lot of people uh, Let's go back to my question before you before you run. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the doors what what church do you attend? ICC. It's in Staten Island. And do you have other ministry roles within the church you know, that you are involved in or have been or like to do? You're actually calling me out, but I don't. That's there's nothing wrong with that. It was just a there's, question. It's just I a feel question. Very guilty right now. Nah, I don't feel guilty, but there's nothing wrong with that. There's some people. I mean, you you attend church faithfully and you're being fed. Mm-hmm. I'm sure if there, if there's a need, you help out, you know. And if you don't, then you start tomorrow. Yeah. Um, but you don't necessarily have to be involved in everything. I just yeah. there are some artists that you know. The fact that you're saying you feel guilty knows that in it, your heart you you want to get down and do it, something. And it, it, it's not because I don't want to. Like, oh no, I just rap. Don't only call me as music related. It's not even that. It's just ICC is such a big church, and I was always. I just started going there like a year and a half ago. I guess I didn't just start then, <laughs> but I was always going. A year and a half is a, for a church. Yeah, that's just started. Okay. For a church, that's just started. Yeah, because I used to go to another church in Queens, and then I started going to ICC. So it's a very big church. Um, I'm actually good friends with uh, Debbie Turner, uh, Devorah, also. Next uh, week, Devorah will be here. Yes. We'll ask her all the questions about his son that we didn't want to ask his son. She's like, but she has Bible studies at her house, so I told her I'm going to start going to them nice. just to connect with the more females at the church. Wow, that's great. It's it's important. I mean, you know. Yeah, Manny Scolder, if you have to. That, I mean, that's that's our goal. Yeah. Our goal, not to scold people, but to see the body of Christ really yeah. She knows be because she's going to yeah. do a song about it. So exactly. she's going to tell us. I know. It's not like she doesn't that's know. That's going to be her confession song, but, man. <laughs> but it makes sense. My testimony. It, it just makes sense that it's been, you know, a mm-hmm. year and a half. So you're yeah. just still trying to find your place in, in, yeah. in whatever has to be done, you know. Yeah. But there's some artists that won't even do that, even a year later, even or two years later. You know, they I don't just get that. they're too busy rapping, they're too busy touring, and and then you have you know there's some pastors that only see you as an artist. I've gone through that experience as well, where you know, oh Bert, as soon as we get something that has to do with rap, we're gonna call on you. I said no, what about you know, I'll clean, you know, I'll I'll get down in men's fellowship group as well, you know, I'll teach Sunday school, whatever has to be done. Well, I don't mind if they, you know, they're they're busy or they're touring and they don't have time and stuff, but just don't say that you won't do it because you feel like God has not called you to do that, like as. As Christians, yeah, we should just that our heart should be first. And I'm not just saying this because I'm on air right now, but that's what you should be doing. Is that as soon as somebody needs help, as Christians, we should be, that's that's what's first. It's not it's not the music. You yeah, know? we're called to serve. We're called to serve. And yeah, we did want to put you on the spot. That's good. <laughs> what's your pastor's name? I'm gonna call him. <laughs> Hello, pastor. <laughs> yeah, she she's right here. <laughs> she's on the air. She said, yes, she'll do it. <laughs> Leave the dishes there. She'll clean them tomorrow morning. <laughs> What do you mean 7,000 dishes? It's okay. It's a big church. Tim will help her. <laughs> no, uh, we have some other questions. Uh, going back to your CD, Lucky yeah. You. Yeah. Uh, 
The title of your CD is Redefined. Yes. Uh, what is the What does the title mean to you? Well, when I was transi- uh, transitioning from my old ministry to my new one with uh, with Jah Rockin, a lot of things were going on in my life, and I felt like it was a new uh, point where I was just everything was just being redefined. Whether it was my music career, my my personal life, my uh, my spiritual life, everything was just you know starting anew. So I figured it was right to just call my album Redefined. Now right. we all could be redefined. Amen. We I, all are. I've been redefined a lot of times. Oh, really? I've also been defined a lot of times. <laughs> Not necessarily the definition I had in mind, but hey, it's all good. You know, we do we got to do and move forward. <laughs> oh. E, where you at? E, yo, you, you should have been right here, bro, oh, for that yeah. one. I know he would have had me on that one. Uh, I'll leave that one alone. <laughs> yeah, leave that one alone. Okay, I got two more. We're getting more questions from in the house than outside the chat room. That's good, though. Are these questions coming? I don't know where they're coming from the chat room. Okay, cool. We got that. Uh, so this is, and then number two. Question number two. Spoken word. The love of my life. Talk about it. Wow. No one really asked me about that. Um, That's why you're on Rap Fest Radio. I know. Nobody cares okay. about Heath and Lee music but us. <laughs> Great. <laughs> We are, we're not your number one fans. We she are said, your wow, fans. They really did listen to the CD. <laughs> I know, we true. are your fans. A uh, love of my life was actually um, one of my old friends, uh, Coylin. She's a spoken word artist too, and we wrote a song together about how words, you know, lyrics and stuff, are the love of our life. That without it, we wouldn't be able to be what we are, and that's how we express ourselves. And you know, if we could, okay, this sounds really weird, but go for it. If we could be in love with, you know, if words were tangible in that way, we're yeah. We wouldn't be in love with them, you know. It's like, like we rely right. on them to help us out in our life because without mm-hmm. them as artists, how could we even Express be artists? Yourself, you know, man. right? An MC with no words is like a, <laughs> a mime. <laughs> I don't know. What do you? What else you do? It any better. Drop that beat. What do you do? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, you got music and all on yours. That's oh, cool. Sorry. I'm not supposed to hum. <laughs> He's a DJ. That's why. I know. No, but it, it's true. Words are so important. You know. Yeah. I had certain things that people ask me. I can't say on air because you're gonna know. First of all, you're gonna know exactly who we're talking about, and secondly, you're gonna say, "I can't believe people are asking that." But some people have questioned lyrics on people's songs, not on yours. Yeah. I haven't had anybody ask yeah. me about yours, but some people have questioned lyrics on people's songs that, I guess. For the sake of a punchline, they're willing to take any type of metaphor to describe Jesus. Uh, I've, asked, the, I've asked myself that question. And some of the stuff times. that you hear, I, I wouldn't even dare repeat it on the air because, mm-hmm. first of all, in the street sense, if you're doing this for the street, that's pretty vulgar. And secondly, if it's for the church, it's pretty right over the head. You know, it's like, <laughs> why go there? Yeah. You know? How but, many times have we called each other? Yeah, yeah, yo, you got the news. Yeah, yeah. Yo, track three. Yo, track did he three. Really say, yeah, yeah, yeah. One minute, 35 seconds. Right. Rewind that. Slow it down. What did he say? Why? Why? What's your point? That you have words? You know what I'm saying? Son, it's for the street. When you write your music, like, who so do you have say, in mind? I know every song has a different yeah. target, but. But then I feel like a lot of times as Christians, we, we, we think inside the box, and it's, sometimes it's okay to be a little bit risky, not to the point where you're compromising your faith. But to you know, let people talk about your song. So it you know it starts something. Not that you're you're dissing God or you're dissing dissing your faith and what you believe in. But sometimes we're just so conformed to being the same. All the artists are rapping about the same stuff that I feel like it's okay to you know be a little risky. Well, that that has been a big yeah. argument in gospel hip hop for a long time yeah. anyway. Where you have some of the fans that 
listen to the music and they say, oh, I don't like this group X, Y, Z because everything is Jesus, Jesus, and everybody, you know, like, yeah. but then, you know, if I'm listening to X, Y, Z group, mm -hmm. I want to know that they're giving me a gospel yeah. message. Sometimes it's I don't want it to be so yeah. subliminal that it's like, huh? Yeah, like, are they what, Christian? What they? Or, yeah. Is that a girl he's talking about? Who's yeah, he yeah. talking about? Like, yeah. But, and I understand the box, the the, the Christian box, it's the same for everything. You know, the way I look at it, regardless whether you're rapping or yeah. you're doing spoken word or you're just singing or you're painting or you're teaching Sunday school or you're just fellowship with people at your job or whatever it is, Christ has to be the light that's shining through you. Yes. It doesn't matter. You know, and for the, again, for the sake of a punchline, you can't, you know, yeah. minimize your values, you know, to win yeah, fans. I'm not. I'm not going to say certain things just to win over fans, mm -hmm. you know. And trust me, nowadays it's easy to say anything and win over a fan. Yeah. At that point, you're just a politician looking for a vote. And how important is it for us to win fans or to win souls? Yeah. Oh, that you was, know. That's a hot line. I might have to use that in a song. You can use it. Okay. Talk about it. Okay. <laughs> now it's true. No, I know. I know. What's you know? Many artists have lost their focus. I, I I've seen you know and. I feel like I feel like I'm in therapy now. I'm gonna lay down on the couch. They've lost their focus. <laughs> I don't understand. All the publicity and the promotion is about the hottest this, the hottest that, the best this, the best that. I and check that. this out. And yeah. you know, the CD y'all been waiting for. I haven't been waiting for your CD. <laughs> I'm waiting for Jesus to come back. That's oh, it. You know, I ain't waiting yeah. for nothing else. But we, I think, in in our, and I'm sure I'm gonna get all the hate mails gonna come in. Yo, you talk about this and that. It's not. It's just a matter of. How do we present the gospel through our music without jeopardizing who we are in, in Christ? Yeah. You know, without masking it. You know, how much of the world do we have to be like to be like Christ? I, I agree with that. But in as you're writing songs, you should be thinking, if I was to let a non-believer listen to it, would they be able Absolutely. to understand what I'm saying? Or not just be like, oh my gosh, she's preaching. Like, oh, another no. Christian fanatic and stuff like that. But, it has to be relevant. Yeah. It has to be relevant. I mean... You could take a group like Hazakim that could give mm -hmm. you the most theology in yeah. in sixteen verses in yeah. sixteen bars, then another Christian will give you in a whole C D. But you know what another thing is? That they're hot. They're hot. <laughs> 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 this stuff is just so banging, so I don't really care. Like it's yeah. just hot. No, but you know even if people don't even know the scripture they talk about, it just sounds hot. But besides that, <coughs> just like in, you know, regular hip hop, in gospel hip hop, there's like sub genres also. I mean there's Obviously, certain artists and certain songs that are yeah. just for the church, that are just for right. Christians. That's true. And then there's other songs that minister to people that the church has no idea what they're talking about, but then you give it to someone who's, you know, doesn't have that relationship well, with Christ and good. they can relate like to it. Like if you make an album, so, yeah. you have but the Christian fans. And then I think... Right. Side B is for the Christians. <laughs> I also, this CD. Don't you also think that certain people have that kind of calling? Like, certain people will get the inspiration to write that kind of music that's geared more towards one or the other. And I think that's all right, too. It's not that you should feel like, mm. oh, I got to write something for the street because I'm Hisan yeah. Lee and I'm going to be at Rap Fest. And, like, no, yeah. you got to write what? Well, that's true. Yeah. I, I was never, like, I mean, obviously, I'm not gangster and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, you gangster. Trust <laughs> okay, me. Great. You are. That Those big hole, are not that big hole <laughs> in your jeans, that's gangster. Those slippers are not gangster? <laughs> Those flip-flops <laughs> are gangster. <laughs> Bird. How many guys have we had come to rap oh. fest like that? Yeah, guys is worse than girls. So it's all good. Yes. 
That's gangster. Uh, that's gangster. That's, that's gangster. gangster. No, but I mean, looking at me, obviously, I don't have a testimony where I got shot at or whatever. I always keep it real based off of things that I've been through. Right. But just to say it in a language where people who don't know God could understand mm -hmm. and be like, you know what? I went through that, too. You know, like, right, okay, right. you found God through that. Maybe I can as well. Many, you know, many times there's people out there, and probably people watching now, where their their kids are wilding out, they're going crazy. You know, they're not they're not being the the child their parent would want to have at home. We're talking about some could be non-Christian families. When I say non-Christian, meaning they're not faithful members of a church. Other than that, they may know God and talk to Him and yeah. pray, you know, in their own heart. Yeah. But if they have a child that's just wilding out. Where do we, as gospel rappers, which I would have to say gospel ministers, how do we affect them? How do our songs affect them? Do we win them over with swag and beats and rhymes and hope that they'll come visit us at a church one day? Or do we bring them that full message in our song? If they listen to a full song, is that one song going to be enough to hit them? Do they have to buy the whole CD? Do they have to wait for the movie to come out to get the picture? You know. And I think that's what we have to start thinking like, you know, because let's face it, there's people out there right now that are saying, you know, oh, you guys look so happy there. You know, you're serving God and stuff. But my kids are going crazy. They don't want to listen to the music. What do I do? Some artists don't know what to tell them. Yeah. They say, buy our CD. That's not the solution. Yeah. You know, first of all, you should just give it to them at that point. Exactly. You know, exactly. buy our CD. CDbaby.com. Check it out. <laughs> 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 iTunes. Download. 99 says the one song is hot. He's going to change his whole life. One song. <laughs> oh, he's never been adopted. My bad. <laughs> you know, but that's how we think. We think we think we have the cure in that one song. Like, you know, this is your interview. I don't want to keep talking. No, but no. I, it's I, just, have you, ever ha have you ever gotten invited somewhere and then the person requests you to do a certain song? Yeah, well, obviously the pray for, or not even that they want me to say my testimony and what I've been through because I feel like it's very obviously very powerful and it could minister to a lot of youth kids because you don't even have to be adopted or be in foster care, but, you know, everybody mm -hmm. goes through identity issues where they don't know where they belong, and that's like the the main part of my testimony. So it's just finding God through everything, through not knowing who you are. And sometimes you'll have people say, yo, oh, he's something, she's coming to the church. I hope she does this song. It's oh, my a favorite part of me. song. They, do, they ask for a part of me a lot with rock. Because they like the song, yeah. It's interesting, is it? I just find that stuff interesting. You know, mm -hmm. I got invited one place where they asked me to do a certain song, and I told them no. Oh, I should should I do that? No, 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 no! Don't do that. <laughs> don't follow my advice. He's like, should I do that? Well, don't don't do what I do. Do what I say. No, <laughs> actually, don't even do what I say. <laughs> I say some crazy things. No, I've gotten invited some places where they say, oh. The email started off, are you the brother that does this particular song? I was like, yeah. Oh, could you come to my church? So if I wasn't, you don't want me to come? <laughs> you know, what's up with that? You know? But, um, oh, that makes sense. You know, it's it's weird. I, I, I don't, I still don't know if we have the right formula for, for what we're doing. Yeah. I, I still I still don't know if we have the right, I think we're on the right track. I think, I, th I definitely think we're on the right track. But I, I don't know if we have the right formula. Do you feel like the Christian, uh, the gospel hip-hop community is trying to mimic and follow the second? Because a lot of my secular, you know, friends or whatever who, who are really into hip-hop, they're like, why do Christians always got to follow, you know, why if they're trying to reach people, why they got to do what we're doing and blah, blah, blah. Because what it's hip-hop? It's about being relevant. You want to reach right. people. How else are we supposed to there's do two, it? There's two answers for that. If we sound corny... They complain. Exactly. If so. we sound too hot, we're biting. I don't get it. It's a matter of promotion, marketing, yeah. and exposure that we don't have. Mm. Somebody, a, a secular artist could come out with a little track and whatever, a little dance 
Yeah. Cool, no problem. Chi Chi the Superstar comes out with something like that on her own, mm-hmm. and she's a biter. But meanwhile, there's six other artists doing something similar, but they all have this the mainstream promotion and marketing. So there's not really a competition there yeah. for whose style it is, but who's number one. But when we do it, it's We're like biting. a mimic of. Yeah. Yeah, it's such. Everybody wears Timberlands. Who wore them first? You're biting from me. No. Right. You know, everybody wears Nikes right. and fitted caps. Who yeah. who did it first? You know, you yeah. you can't You're you right. can't you know you can't make that your own. You can't. Yeah. You can't say I created, you know, it's it's hard. But now when you come straight up, sounding like a brother, you know, sounding like an MC that's out there and copying their flow, you know, word for word and style and start to even dress like them and say phrases that only they would say, yeah, then that's just straight up. You should yeah. be, you know, doing another ministry or not ministry at all. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, but I don't th- I don't think it's so much that we're mimicking, but I think it's more they have the exposure yeah. That's what's out there. When yeah. people hear it, fine. We have limited exposure. By the time we get to the ears of the same person that has heard the likes of a Jay-Z or Lil Wayne and stuff, yeah. they've heard them so much that we sound just like we're right, trying right, to be right. like them. Yeah. Meanwhile, you look at some of these CDs, some of the stuff came out before, before theirs. That's right. Now, you know what? what really? Because <laughs> like, people that I know that are not uh, saved or not Christians, what gets them in that mm-hmm. way of thinking is when the Christian artists take a popular current song, they're using the instrumental, they might uh, even use the hook. That's copy straight and up. put Christian, try to flip flop <laughs> it to Christian, and it's like, then they're really looking at, you know, know, gospel hip hop, like you guys are just corny. Well, that is corny. That's yeah. And it that's is. That's corny. Don't do it. Yeah, don't, don't do it. But that, that you know, yeah. that gets a lot, you know, because I've had that, you know, like, especially with the, a lot of the DJ mixtapes, they're using like all the current secular beats, and it's like, well, why are they doing that yeah. song? You know what that song really means? It's, like when you guys saw the guy doing the thong song. Please, I tried to erase that. Yeah, instrumental and try to rap Christian over it. What were they talking about? I mean, really. I couldn't listen, I don't know. You're just thinking about what the original song was. I mean, how do you even... Yeah, it was hard. They're trying to bless the track. Yeah, yeah, they're trying to lace the track. That's what they're doing. Next time. It's not working. Next time. I have a question from the chat room that I think is pretty good. But someone asked, how do you balance being kind of three and one, uh, a Christian, female, and being Korean in the hip hop, you know, in the hip hop uh, genre? I, I struggle with oh her. He's No, I think it's. I feel like it's a blessing and it's a curse because a lot of times people will have stereotypes against you like oh she's you know she's female she's Asian because she really rap but they will always listen to you they'll always turn around and see what you got so that's the blessing part of it and that's when you know I come in all aggressive and you know I just totally change their uh, their outlook and that's what I want to I want to break <laughs> stereotypes you know that people right, will go right, home right. thinking that okay I I don't look at all Asian people like that or I don't right. look at all female rappers like that and that's right. like the most beautiful thing well, that's good that that's good. Yeah. Um, we're we're almost done here. We could go forever. I mean, he suddenly has a ton of stuff to talk about, and I hope you guys all buy that CD if you haven't gotten it yet. If you did, get it again. Who cares? Just keep, keep, just uh, keep buying. Just keep buying. <laughs> it. Add to cart. Add to cart. Add to cart. Just put a rock on the enter key. Um, one one question. One last question that I did want to ask you before you leave us with a little acapella piece is: if there is somebody out there watching that has an adopted child or was an adopted child or 
maybe is considering adopting a child, you know, what words would you give to them? Um, I think the, you know, the biggest issue with adoptees is obviously identity. And um, it's just to always be very sensitive with that. Always be honest with your child. You know, growing up with my family, they were always, uh, you know, they always told me what was going on. They always were very caring about it. They never, you know, hid it. Every time I wanted to talk about it, they were always there. You know, I had issues where I was even thinking about going to Korea to try and find my birth parents. And that's a like that's a very big step my mom was always 100% behind me she said anytime you need anything it's just about being you know being there for your child and knowing mm. that a lot comes with it adopting a kid especially if it's a different race but you're doing it for the right reasons because you want to care for the child and know that a lot of issues come with it but as long as you're you know you're loving and you're doing it for the right reasons you know the child will will amen. be okay amen. <laughs> amen that's awesome I mean be encouraged be encouraged if you're out there you know Whatever situation you're going through, it's not the end of the world. As long as you hold on to Jesus. Amen. Hold on to that word. Read your word daily. You have a child at home that's struggling with stuff. Hold on to that word. Pray. It's not a cliche. Prayer works. It's a fact. Um, keep moving forward. All the kids that started school and are starting school next week, congratulations. Pray hard. Study hard. Do your homework. I miss school. You miss school? I miss school. You could go back. I could. <laughs> you go true. back. I you don't want to do your nine to five, so go to school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, you know, pray hard, do what you can, <laughs> stay focused. Don't use school as an excuse to skip out on God and mm. vice versa. Amen. You know, because a lot of people say, oh, I'm too busy with church to go to school full time. <laughs> what? <laughs> I've heard that. You, well, you, know, you got to move to the Bronx. You got to move to the Bronx. <laughs> and and other people, I'm too busy with school to go to church, you know. And then they oh. go to school all week and then come the weekend. Well, I have to study. I can't make it to church. Oh, yeah, that's, that's so they watch good. online. They become like YouTube churches, oh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's all good. They're trying. But uh, be encouraged. Stay strong. If you have any questions, hit us up. Not now, but, you know, during the week. We'll talk to you. If you emailed us for the tickets, I, oh, I got calls and emails and everything. We have two sets of tickets. So the first two text that came in people that are going to get the tickets i'll just email you the information <laughs> and we'll see like you saturday uh yeah tim probably did it he's like i wonder if i got them uh, and Sorry. right now what i want to do to end one last thing yeah. that i want to say that we always talk about and we always talk about it from the guy's point of view but it's interesting that when every time you see he's son lee who do you see with her also oh her husband I and that's big. That's big. Because we're, we're big about that. Big well, I think we spoke about that in the past. You did. Right? Yeah. I think even while you were just engaged. Yeah. Well, I know I definitely spoke to Tim about that. He, really? You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, we did? Yeah, I spoke about the gum. <laughs> Crazy. I have conversations with you. You're not He's even like, there. okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's in my diary somewhere. <laughs> Dear Tim. Uh, Dear Tim. No, relationship is big. It's important. Yeah, it's you important know, to support we, each other and to be there. And many artists. Accountability and just, you know. Listen, gospel artists get attacked with the same kind of stuff yeah. that regular artists get. We've seen it in our own genre. People fall yeah. into sin and get involved in all kind of crazy stuff that they shouldn't be in. And, yeah. you know, if you're rolling with your spouse or, or even with people from your record label, if you're not, if, you, if you're kind of with someone else, accountability, that's big. And, and that will always help you also stay, you know, stay straight. Yeah, Tim is great. I mean, he comes to the majority of my stuff and, you know, he's very he's very close with a lot of people I work with so that's a very big thing as well whole trust factor we all love each other so I mean it takes a lot for Tim to be yeah. with me sometimes but that's great it's been sticking it out cool so all we have to say is next week we have 
Devora. She's going to be here, another Staten Island female MC. Staten Island's coming Representing. Up. So that'll be good. Redefine the album. Pick it up on iTunes, uh, CD Baby. Go to Heath and Lee's house. <laughs> yeah. Look for her car. She has them in the trunk. <laughs> you know, on the corner of uh, Prospect Boulevard or whatever it is out there, wherever you're at, at the bridge, at the Gothel's Bridge. So. <laughs> CDs in traffic. Uh, and when we're, done, yeah, when, we're, when we're done, when we're done, we'll have the uh, Eric E. commercial to play. Eric E. Rep the King, pick it up. It's in stores everywhere. But I want he sent to leave us a little spoken word, something. It could be short, just a nugget, whatever's on your heart. Okay. Well, it was uh, one of my spoken words called, I'm a Christian. I'll just do the first verse of it. Perfect. I'm a Christian and I'm proud to say it. Never waiting for the world to okay it. I'm a living proof of the gospel. Watch my lifestyle portray it. Who can say it with me? I'm a Christian, we don't delay it. I'll shout it out a million times, and if they missed it, I'll replay it. Pay it respect, don't disrespect my choice to live in freedom. Free to dance, free to wake up every morning in peace with a heart that keeps beating them. Never misleading them, never deceiving. I broke up with this world, but I heard it's still grieving. Mm. <laughs> I'm better than the simple ways I used to follow. No longer bottled up, I've opened myself up. I've hung up my past ways. So I can trade them for eternal life I'd rather be with Jesus Because real happiness is more my type Come on y'all Who's a Christian? Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Ladies and gentlemen We interrupt your local programming For a special program service announcement Victory Praise Music You will learn us because we are out of control Eric E. Rep the King Pick it up Pick it up Brand new album from Eric E. Rep the King Rep the King Yeah do I'm telling y'all this new project includes the smash hits Awesome God, Big Spender, Homegirl, I'm a Survivor, and others. With special appearances by Benji De Jesus, Michael David, Sally Correa, Sonia April, and more. Plus, it includes four bonus tracks from the upcoming Latin hip-hop album, Represento. Eric E. Rep the King, available right now, available on iTunes. Get your copy today.